This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making, making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting par- platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head-to-head, K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Finally, there's only a few days left to get 15% off in the SGPN merch store. Head over there, use code PLAYOFFS. That's all caps, PLAYOFFS, like the NFL PLAYOFFS. Um, I hope you guys watched those games yesterday because they were, they were, they were good. I I had the Lions parlayed with the Chiefs, eleven to one. Yeah, it's that stung for sure. But we're here to talk about golf. I just had to get that off my chest because I haven't really told anyone about that. Like eleven to one, and they blew that that stung. But we're here, Pebble Beach week, uh, a beautiful week. I have a Pebble Beach graphic right above my head. This is probably my favorite event, just financially. Three straight winners for me at Pebble out in the outright market. And we definitely need one because we've been so damn close. I know this is a DFS show, but we've been so damn close in the outright the first month of the year. Not last week. Last week was a mess. And we'll, we'll recap that when we get there. But Pebble is a beautiful week. We have some weather to deal with, which we'll also get into. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's awesome seeing, awesome. it's going to be awesome to see some big names at Pebble. On a yearly basis, we see Pebble Beach. It's a, It's always a fun event, but we see... A lot of AMs, a lot of random golfers. We don't see Scotty Scheffler. We don't see Rory McIlroy. We don't see the top dogs. But now that it's elevated status, we get to see some of our favorite golfers on one of the most, at least best visual golf courses on the planet. So I'm super excited. Let's talk a little bit about Torrey Pines because I wonder what the exacta would have been on like that final, the, the way the leaderboard played out. You could have put $10 on that exacta and had generational wealth for like, you would have maybe more than ROM money. Cause that the odds on what, what happened at Torrey Pines were truly insane. And I, I rag on the DP world tour all the time, just like the, the guts of the golfers, how they never can close and not like Pavone wasn't perfect, but he was perfect enough. He did everything he needed to do because everyone around him messed up and none of the PGA Tour studs and none of the best golfers on the PGA Tour stepped up when they had the chance. Like we could talk about all these guys. Like so many guys had chances. Ludwig had chances. Xander uh, backdoored himself, but no one stepped up and did what they had to do to make it happen. But Veronda Pebble last week was in a, in the terms of DFS. I mean, the DFS, probably one of the, my worst weeks of, uh, of the tw- of 2024. It's been good outside of that. But if you've been following the underdog and the prize pick stuff, that was solid during the week. Um, and we'll get to that later in the show. But let's let's move on to the DFS. I'm going to bring up the, uh, the DFS uh, board. We'll talk about range by range like we always do. And yeah, let's, let's get right into it. Um, hope you guys like the new hair. So Rory, Scotty, Victor, Xander lead us off. Uh, first time we are seeing Rory, he comes over after winning in Dubai, Dubai yet again. Rory winning in Dubai is just like an annual thing. He goes over there, he wins, he comes back. Like It's just what he does. He wins in Dubai. 
Scotty making his what third start of the year and Victor making his first start of second start of 2024. He played the century and Xander has been playing the most. And I was going to, that's going to lead me right into Xander. I think I like Xander the most out of this top range because, okay. Yeah. California connection, but he has the reps. He has more reps on the PGA tour this year than any of these top guys. And not like these top guys can't play well, can't win this golf tournament, but I just love that Xander has been playing so much golf. Xander has talked about at the century, how, how important this, this, this 2024 was to him. And although the, it's very, it's, it's been very casual Xander, like a, another backdoor finish. He seems there. He definitely, he definitely seems competent and he seems like he's playing good golf and he seems like he's right. I think he wants it more than anyone else at the top of this range. Rory and Scotty obviously don't have much course history here. Rory has better course history than Scotty. Rory had that top 10 finish in the U S open, obviously a different setup, but still Pebble beach and Victor Victor plays here more often than the rest of this range, which is definitely a, a nod to Victor. He won the U S amateur here, which is uh, another tidbit to Victor. And I, I really love Victor at Pebble beach at a macro level. I think Victor Hovland wins at Pebble beach when it's all said and done in the PGA tour career, maybe multiple times. I just love the way the course sets up for him. But what we're seeing from Victor is a tad concerning. If you look at Victor's strokes gain numbers, his last two measured rounds uh, or measured events, the century and the hero lost over two strokes on approach. Now, if you know anything about Victor Hovland, you know, he is one of the best iron players in the world. Victor Hovland should not be losing strokes on approach. That's now two straight events. And you could say whatever you want from the hero. There's only 20 guys in that field. And, but the century, the century strokes gained. If you look at all the players in the century strokes gain market, no one, uh, no one hit the ball. Well, it was a very wonky strokes gain database for the century. Uh, I'm not really sure why maybe it was just everyone's first day out or, and, and then they all just weren't themselves, which probably makes the most sense. But the century strokes gain numbers were a little weird. I don't know what you want to take from Victor Hovland having, hitting the ball, bad in his last two starts. So you're definitely splitting hairs up here. I think it's okay to fade the top two guys. Uh, Scotty Scheffler looked tired at the Amex and patting myself on the back, fading him was a, resulted in a T17, which is like basically a, a dead last place finish for Scotty. So I'll pat myself on the back, him being my fade at the Amex. And then Rory, like making his first start, doesn't have the best course history. I just like Xander. He's significantly cheaper than the top and he has so many avenues tr for success he's playing good golf right now yeah and if he gets off to a slow start no one likes to backdoor more than more than xander shoffley so i think in this 10k range xander is the is the click that you're going to have to make make a top all right we're going to get down to this 9k range in a second let me talk talk to you quickly about underdog fantasy promo code golf sgpn i'm golf sgpn Tell me on underdog fantasy. We are, we are doing good things. You guys already know what underdog fantasy is. You're going to pick higher or lower on X amount of props. Uh, it's a lot of birdies. It's a lot of strokes. It's pretty much all it is, but it's pretty straightforward. You can play NFL, NBA, NHL, college, college hoops, college football, simply pick higher or lower. You could win up to hundred X. If you get them spicy plays in different sports, but golf hasn't gotten there yet. We're just keeping this, keeping it straightforward, higher or lower. Promo code golf SGPN. Follow me on Twitter, TikTok, uh, golf gambling podcast on Twitter, golf gambling pod on TikTok to get the place and YouTube, of course, as well. All right. 
9K range. Let's get to it. Let me uh, scroll scroll down on the screen a little bit and find some talk about some talk about the ranges. Patrick Cantlay nine seven down to Ludwig Obear nine flat. We got to talk about Patrick Cantlay because I was on him last week. Pathet- downright pathetic. He got off to a great start, seven under on the North Course round one. I was like, oh boy, I'm on Patrick Cantlay for the. F- for the 50, 50th time in 52 weeks, this is going to finally pay off for me. Patrick Cantlay is going to get me a win. And this motherfucker shoots over par in round two and looked like he's never hit an iron before. They showed him on the range. He looked like he had a bit of a wonky miss, whatever. He got onto the golf course on... It was... I'm going to mess the days up at some point. It was Thursday afternoon because they started on Wednesday. Striped the ball out the gates was playing out of the fairway and my man pulled long every iron shot from the middle of the fairway. And it's not like he was hitting iron shots from bunkers or the, or Torrey Pines rough the middle of the fairway. And he was looked like he never hit an iron. He was looking at LaCava. He was looking at his hands. He was looking at the ground. I don't know what to make of Patrick Cantlay, but his last two starts have been downright awful. Just like Victor losing multiple strokes on approach and consecutive starts, but he has great course history. I don't think, you can play Patrick Cantlay when he's just downright hitting the ball off awful. Is he coming back to his baseline? Because last year, last year might've just been an anomaly. He was an, I know you might not think that he didn't win, but he was a elite level ball striker last year. Didn't win, but the ball striking was truly immaculate. He, he putted poorly last year. Maybe he's just coming back down to earth and not hitting it well, but I don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to, it's a weird thing because if he could find the putter, he doesn't have to be the elite level ball striker that we saw last year. I just think it's a true wait and see on Patrick Cantlay. I'm going to be out for now. Justin Thomas doesn't have the most course history here, but this is damn sure just a, a, a golf course that Justin Thomas can take care of. If you look at his, his results, third at the Amex, third at the Hero, didn't play the Century, fourth at the Ned Bank, uh, fifth at the Fortinet or fourth at the Fortinet. This man is just rolling off top five finishes. And I talked about on every single t- every single show about Justin Thomas. He's posting on social media. He wants it more than I've ever seen Justin Thomas want it. So at $9,600 at a golf course that is going to just reward elite precision iron play and precision into greens and great short game, Justin Thomas could definitely be a good play. You're going to hear a lot about driving accuracy this week. Throw it out. You, it, driving accuracy does not matter. The last X, uh, the last five winners, not one of them ranked inside the top 20 in driving accuracy. It does not matter. This is a club down golf course. Guys aren't going to be hitting many drivers. They're going to be hitting irons into fairways. There's, and there's going to be four layups. Iron play is key this week. Throw away the driving stats. They really, I mean, you can, good driving stats are good, but they're meaningless. They just, Focus on the iron play this week, and Justin Thomas is a great candidate. Jordan Spieth plays this golf course damn near every year, has great course history, and it makes sense. A guy who gets wonky off the tee from time to time, heads to pebble where he's not hitting that many drivers, hitting a bunch of irons, and then he can lean into that great wedge game and great uh, around the green, green play. At uh, hit this price point, Jordan Spieth definitely provides some great upside, and he's been playing some uh, some good golf at the moment. He's uh, finished third at the Century, and he looked really good, and then sixth at the Hero. I mean, you can make what you want about the Hero, like I'm said, but it's good golf, and he's going to a golf course that he uh, second in 2022, third in 21. He plays all the time. He knows how to win on this golf course, so I definitely like Jordan Spieth. He will be very popular, though. Um, 
Max Homa. I think I really like Max Homa this week at $9,200. Quick water break sponsored by Ghost Energy. So Max Homa didn't hit the ball that well at Torrey Pines last week, but he still found his way to finish 13th. And like Jordan Spieth, Max Homa plays here a lot. 7th in 2021, 14th in 2020, 10th in 2019. He didn't play the last two years, but now he's back and he has great course history. He hit his long irons and his driver poorly at Torrey Pines. He's not going to be hitting many of those clubs this year. I mean, yeah, at this week, not this year, this week. And if you look back at the here uh, at the century, the dude lapped the field tee to green. The dude was head and shoulders above everyone tee to green. Ball struck the hell out of it and putted poorly. And just wouldn't it seem right for Max Homa to just get another California win under his belt and throw a pebble trophy in his trophy case? He is the California king and he loves it over here. So at ninety two hundred dollars, I definitely think Max Homa is there, and I'm not worried about the po- the poor ball striking at Torrey Pines because. They talked about on the broadcast, he was trying a new thing with the driver. He was lifting his left heel up, trying to get more speed. And it was causing a lot of pulls and a lot of misses off the tee. I mean, if you try anything new, it's it's going to not be perfect at first. I don't know why you run it out at Torrey Pines, but I'm not Max Homa's coach. Probably felt better on the range than it did on the course. So I'm not really worried about the poor ball striking at Torrey Pines. He still found his way to finish T13, and he clearly didn't have his A game. I think he will hit it better at... Uh, at Pebble Beach, $9,200. Colin Morikawa, $9,100. Missed cut, but it wasn't a bad missed cut. He was... The cut line was weird. If you were within the cut line on... the on, It was Thursday. You were a, a stroke or two away from being in contention and a stroke or two away from missing the cut. Everything was so bunched up. I'm not faulting Colin Morikawa for barely missing a cut. He had one bad shot down the stretch. Uh, he went in the bunker down the stretch and uh, he didn't uh, make the cuts. But... Heads to a golf course he doesn't really play much, but when you think of what I just said with Justin Thomas, precision iron play, decent short game, Colin Morikawa, $9,100. That is very cheap for a guy who definitely can perform. California as well. He's won in California before, so definitely down for Colin Morikawa. Ludwig, 9K flat, never played here before. He's already proven it on, on wedge courses, but no real, real real feelings on Ludwig. Like I'm down. I, I don't feel horrible. I don't feel great. Probably will wait later in the week to make a a real decision on Ludwig. Let's go down to the 8K range. Let me pull the screen down a little bit. We got good old Sam Burns. I'm going to say right now he's going to be a fade for me. Obviously, I had him 35 to 1 at the Amex, but I was had to be lucky to be there. I was lucky to be there. He did not deserve to win that golf tournament. Looking at Sam Burns strokes gain numbers from the Amex, really bad Tita Green, kind of just chipped in and um, chipped and put well. That's not the formula that you deserve to win on. So Nick Dunlop got that win. Uh, Sam Burns didn't deserve that. So I'm going to fade him here. I, uh, he's The iron play hasn't been great, and you're going to need to be precise with the irons. So Sam Burns down to Ben on, and I'll, I'll do the Ben on thing right now. The dude is just striping it. But I love I, he, the driver has been elite. Not that the iron play hasn't been elite, but the driver has been insane. Second at the Sony, fourth at the Century, played 37th, 37th here last year. His ceiling is definitely... Uh, his floor has definitely risen. He has a much higher floor. I think he will play well. So back up to the top of this 8K range, we got uh, Tony Fino. Tony Fino was in the mix last week at the uh, at the at Torrey Pines. One of the only guys who showed up, I guess, from this uh, this Amer- top PGA Tour regular regular group. Uh, now Pebble Beach will negate his best weapon, which is his driver, but he still can get it done with the iron, the mid irons and wedges. He hit them. He hit them well this week. So 
again, no real feelings on Tony Fino, but I, I think I definitely think there's a path. I think Cam Young is is a good DFS play. No one's going to want to play him, and he's performed really well on uh, club down golf courses on positional tracks. So I, I no one's going to want to play him. Uh, he, the, if you've been following the DP World Tour, he's coming off a, an event two weeks ago where he he didn't blow it, but he didn't do anything to win the event. He had a two stroke lead heading into the final round in Dubai and lost to Rory. Now you can pencil in Rory for a win in Dubai every year. So I I don't know how much you want to blame. He did shoot over par, didn't really wasn't really there down the stretch. So I guess you could say Cam Young kind of felt it. But at this price point, I don't really we don't really need Cam Young to win the event. We need him to mix, and he could surely mix in a flop lag position when no one's going to be on him. Now Tommy Fleetwood might be one of my favorite plays in this entire this entire week. Uh, he has so many avenues for success. Uh, he's obviously fairly accurate off the tee, which doesn't matter. I'm not really, uh, like I said, I don't really care about the driver this week. But he has the ability to get scorching hot with his irons. And that's that's key. Get scorching hot with his irons. And the wind and the rain is going to be kicking this week. You're going to have to scramble this week. And Tommy Fleetwood loves to scramble. The tougher it gets, the better it gets for Tommy Fleetwood. And if... Matthew Pavone's winning in 2024. Nick Dunlap's winning in 2024. Chris Kirk's winning at 200 to one at the gates. Tommy Fleetwood can get that first win on U.S. soil. Could it be this week? It, it, it very well could be this week. Um, so I'm down. Sung J.M., uh, a, a great. I think he's a better player than Jason Day. Sung J.M., Jason Day has all the course form, while Sung J.M. has kind of the better course fit, although Sung J.M. has not been hitting the ball well. We know he's a grinder. We know he could bounce back. At $8,500, you're getting a bit of a discount off that miscut. I'm down. Hideki Matsuyama finally showed some good signs with his irons, and he never plays here, truthfully never plays here, but you're getting a... a, a generational iron player at a golf course that's so iron heavy. I think he is a definitely a great play. Now I said, uh, Tommy Fleetwood was one, one of my favorite, favorite plays, but Matt Fitzpatrick is truthfully one of my favorite plays down here. He just like we saw at Harbor town last year, there was that we got all those guys came over to Harbor town from Augusta to play the elevated event. Cause it Harbor towns never elevated. So they all played there and we ended up getting a Fitzpatrick or Spieth duel. Are we going to get that this year at Pebble? Uh, meaning, are we going to get... It's elevated, but are we going to get the Pebble regulars to to be in the mix? Whether that's Spieth and Fitzpatrick, coincidentally. Spieth and just Jason Day, guys who, guy who, guy who plays here every year. Are we going to get the regulars, or are we going to get uh, the, the, the elevated status guys? But Matt Fitzpatrick loves it here. Matt, Matt Fitzpatrick is a... Uh, this is a course that's made for Matt Fitzpatrick. I know he has the newfound long and straight, truthfully elite driver. But he, when you think of Matt Fitzpatrick at the core, it's mid irons, it's wedges, and it's scrambling. Like I said with Tommy Fleetwood, you're going to have to scramble, and Matt Fitzpatrick can definitely get it done. Nikolai Horgard, obviously runner-up at Torrey Pines, and I wrote up in my Vincerix blog, he was an auto bet last week, just based on talent alone. There's no right or wrong golf course for Nikolai. If you don't know the name, just know the name. Just know it now. He's a true talent. He can perform on any any golf course. But now he's little by little getting bu- bunched in with the big boys price wise. So if you want to just keep riding the wave, he could definitely contend on a golf course like this. Let's go down to the seven K range, where who else but JT Poston leads us down? Oh, I hate when it does this. When my screen does this. Oh, here we go. JT, I hate when it does this. It literally this happens once a week, but. Uh, okay, I will I will uh, remove this and just talk about the 7K range. 
on my own. We got JT Poston leading us off down to Sepp Strzok at 7K. I'm actually surprised Sepp Strzok is 7K because he was uber trendy last week. And I he missed the cut, obviously, but uh, he's a guy who could definitely bounce back. He's only, He played here, I think, once and he missed the cut a few years ago. But he's a guy who's – when you think Sepp Straka, you think a bomber off the tee because of his build. But he's really not a bomber. He's more accurate than anything. And talking about approach, he's he's a great iron player. So Sepp Straka at 7K, I think, is a great bounce-back candidate. But let's go towards the top of this leaderboard or top of the 7K range. JT Poston should be popular, and he should be. Three straight top 11 finishes, 11th, 6th, and 5th. Heads to a golf course. He doesn't really play that much. But scorching hot iron player, I think he can uh, make it happen. Anyone else up in the 7K range? Sahith might be a little popular, and I don't really love it, but there's definitely a path. The the the, the Sahith thing is, I don't want to play him when being in the fairway is is a requirement, and not that it was. You know, it was last week. He ended up making the cut, but it was nothing special. Now he's not going to really have to rely on the driver because the driver is where he gets sometimes Hayward. He did hit the driver well last week, but um. The North Course was really what ruined him. He, we don't have strokes gained from the North Course. That's why his strokes gain number off the tee is solid. But if there was strokes gained from the North Course off the tee, he would have probably lost like two, two and a half strokes off the tee on the North Course. He was playing from preposterous spots on Wednesday afternoon. So, but now he's not going to hit, not going to hit driver. He's going to rip that orange a long iron he he does he hits so well on a, so many holes so i think sahith there's definitely a path he's going to be playing for forced layups and he's super creative on and around the greens cali guy i'm definitely down now i love russell henley at seventy eight hundred dollars found something at the sony because he lost giga strokes on approach at the century bounced back at the sony he wasn't in peak russell henley iron form but like i said with Hideki, we're getting a great iron player on an course that requires a ton of irons and precision irons. Russell Henley is definitely that guy. Small greens, I'm definitely down for Russell Henley. Doesn't play here much. Last time he played here was a miscut. Now, another guy I really love, Corey Connors. Whenever he plays here, he puts it horribly and hits the ball so well. That's been my case for a few guys early on in the season. That was my case for Keegan at the Sony. Just need the putter to cooperate. Now, it's easier said than done. I'm talking about Corey Connors, a guy who's generally a horrific putter. But I mean, that's the path. It's going to work sometimes. It's going to not work sometimes. I think he's such a safe play, though, at $7,700. I think he is such a, a high floor. I think he's just going to hit all those forced layups areas with ease, and he's just such a consistent iron and wedge player. He's going to be in the middle of these very small greens, hopefully make a putt every now and then and have a high finish. So anyone else down he- up here in the 7K runs that I like, I think if you like Brian Harmon at the Sony, just hold on. It's another golf course that he doesn't play well but it makes a ton of sense for it. Like the Sony, he never really plays well, but when you think Brian Harmon, accuracy, persistent iron, scrambling, that's exactly what we're getting here at, at, at the Pebble, at Pebble. And he doesn't play very often, but he's a better player in 2024 than he was in the last five years. So if you liked him at the Sony, which I did, and he didn't pan out, you got to hold him out for one more event. I think he's a great play at $7,600. Now, you know who else is a good play? I think at $7,500, Big Den McCarthy. T12 here two years ago, T4 here last year, but take that with a grain of salt. This is a stronger field this time around. But his iron play is trending. Last start, it, was, it, it wasn't it was great, but the few starts before that, it was heading in the right direction. And fun fact about Denny, out of everyone in the history of Pebble Beach, 
Denny McCarthy leads this stat category, one putt percentage. He has one putted 49% of the holes he's played at Pebble. And that's not just a one that, that you hear that sometimes with guys who played a course one or two times. Denny has many rounds at Pebble. I think he's played, I think he has 16 to 20 rounds at Pebble and he's one putted 49% of the greens. That that's to show how one, how small Pebble greens are. And two, it was a lot of scrambling. He was getting up and down a lot, but that's still just a preposterous stat. 50% of the greens you're one putting in a, a large sample size. Clearly he likes putting on these greens and he could definitely, uh, the iron plays heating up. I'm not worried about him having to hit bomb drivers. He's not going to have to hear. So I think he's a great play at 7,500. Um, talked about this bottom of the seven K range. Uh, so let's move on to the six K range. Seabez six, nine down to Seamus power at six K. Remember when Seamus power won this event, when the year Tom Hoagie, Tom, Tom Hoagie won, Seamus Power was leading this golf tournament by, I think, five to six strokes, was playing the Monterey course, which is clearly the easiest course, and he shot over par, bringing everyone back into it, and he blew it. Had Seamus at that event, also at Tom Hoagie, so no big deal. But at 6K min, he's finished T15 his last two years, made it three out of his last four cuts here. I will say, this is clearly a, a much stronger field than we are used to, and he's hitting the ball horrendously i still think he's an all right play at 6k i don't think he, sh he like he's grouped with like pete malnati who like loves it here too but and lee hodges who hasn't shown shit and davis riley and sh kim i think he is a okay play at 6k flat we got to do the mad mcneely thing because at 6200 dollars, he's going to be a hundred percent owned mad mcneely finally showed some life too at tory pines but Look, this is the strongest pebble field we're getting ever, and I just don't want to get behind a 60% Mad McNeely at $6,200. Like, there is no chance that works. And if it does, like, I'll, I won't be part of it. I just, ha I cannot do it. I cannot do it, sadly. Uh, $6,400 Ben Griffin, he has been playing such good golf. Missed the cut at Torrey Pines, but ninth the week before that, 30th week before that, 8th at Sanderson. When he plays these wedge fest precision iron courses ben griffin is live he is the next generation of this like like the short bermuda golfer that we always talk about when we get to these like ben griffin is becoming that guy and not that we have short bermuda here but it's similar style of golf so i think ben griffin is a is definitely a, a solid play anyone else in the top of the 6k range tom hoagie 6700 one here two years ago, and he is finding something with the irons. I really do like Tom Hoagie at $6,700. You know who else I really like? Emiliano Grio. Emiliano Grio, this past month or two months, has been playing good golf, but he's been doing it all with the putter. And if you know anything about Emiliano Grio, he is a, a elite iron player, and he loves a coastal golf course. He is hitting his irons really, really good again. Throw in the, he's putting well. Just played well in California. $6,800, absolute hammer. So before we get out of here, I'm going to do one more ad read, and then we are going to build a lineup together. So let's talk about Cut real quick. Peer-to-peer -peer betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Um, new, better, faster way to bet. Sports, politics, pop culture, other events with friends. You throw in money, they throw in money. Cut does it. Uh, cuts like the middleman. Big free and customizable odds. Uh, promo code SGPN for 10% deposit bonus, KUTT.com. Hall, Hall of Fame bets 
win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season and NFL playoff season. One more game. Hall of Fame bets, sports betting analytics pl- uh, platform for parlays, player props, game line, research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Promo code SGPN, 50% off your first month. Start today, hofbets.com. And finally, the SGPN merch store, 15% off everything in the store. Promo code playoffs. We're competing against other shows for a bonus. So get in there, do that for us. Your favorite item from the store, 50% off um, promo code playoffs. So let me pull the screen back up and let's build a damn lineup together. All right. All right. Okay. No, we're not going to do that. So let's start. So let's start. The, I, what I say, I said Grio is a hammer. I think he's an absolute must. I just said it. And who else did I like down here? No, I don't want to do Seamus. We'll go. Mm-hmm. I didn't love, I liked Sep. Actually, Flop Lag Sep at 7K is a good bet. Oh, I didn't do the Eric Cole combo. Gotta do the Eric Cole combo. I am an Eric Cole hater through and through. You guys, if you watch me, you know I don't like Eric Cole. I don't think he's a serious golfer. But if there's any golf course for Eric Cole, I think it's Pebble Beach. He is a 15 handicap off the tee. He won't have many drivers here, which will benefit him. The narrative season. One year ago, he proposed to his, and I'm not sure if they're married yet, but his wife or future wife at Pebble Beach Strokes gain vibe, strokes gain positive attitude. The weather's going to be bad, but you need to have a positive attitude in it. And throw in a pro-am format, you need to have a positive attitude. So Eric Cole, strokes gain vibes. He's going to like it here. And he's just a, a guy who grinds no matter what the weather is, no matter how many how bad or good he's playing out at the gate. So I love Eric Cole. Hopefully he, gar- he, he is less owned than he normally is. I'm going to do it at $7,500 for like the first time ever in my life. Eric Cole. So we have, we've only spent not much in three guys. And I'm just going to go top to bottom. I love Russell Henley this week. Like I said, so we, we can go to the top. But at the end of the day, I still think it's okay to stop, to skip this guy, these guys. But Xander's the play. And then we have 11 1 to spend. I do like Xander. I did say that I like Xander. Xander, Vic, that's a high ceiling, but Vic, I can see Vic letting down. (sighs) I think it's Homer Morikawa. I think this is a good lineup. Who do I like better between Homer and Morikawa? Homer's played here more. (sighs) Homer's got, Homer knows the course, Ah, but I like the Colin Morikawa flop leg off the miscut. We'll call him. Colin X, Henley, Cole, Sepp, Grio. That might win someone a million dollars, truthfully. Truthfully. So, yeah, that, that, I, think that, I think that is the... Who, who's course history? Type it. Uh, Eric Cole. Oh, Eric Cole. I think he played here one time. I think it was his first round here was last year. Cole, and he finished 15th. He's just a stud. So, I'm down for Eric Cole. That strokes gain vibe. Throw Eric Cole in your lineups. Grio, Straka, Henley, X, and Colin. Those are the plays. 30 minutes. I hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys got something out of this. You guys know where to find me. Ton more content this week. And uh, Godspeed. Three more days to go. I will catch you guys soon.